This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the Africa Climate Conversations weekly podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Mbogwe. Last week, mental health specialist Elias Fondo and Leonard Nesoro from the Kilifi County talked to us about the mental illnesses associated with natural disasters and challenges hindering societies from accessing medical help. Remember, that episode is available on our website www.africaclimateconversations.com under podcast or find us on Apple Podcast, Google, Spotify or any other channel you access your podcasts from. But before we continue, just a reminder that this series on mental health and climate impacts has been made possible by a grant by the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard G. Buffet Fund for Women Journalists. Elias Fondo is the Kilefi County Mental Health Clinical Officer and Leonard Nasoro is a mental health specialist and a nurse at the Kilefi County Hospital. We're seeing the challenges that we're facing from our cultural beliefs. But also now we have COVID-19 has brought a whole new dimension and, and exposed cracks that, well, some we knew always existed in terms of the medical fraternity and the challenges and the payment and stuff like that in Kenya. But then again, we have natural disasters. And on top of that, we have COVID-19 that has actually totally exposed, you know, left majority of people panicking and and you know, uh, expose people to mental illnesses. But Elias, I just want to come back to you. In terms of first, before we discuss to, to what extent lack of medical uh, practitioners to attend to these mental health issues, uh, not just in Kilifi County, but in entire country, because I was looking at um, the, the report that was released on mental health by the task force, about 22 counties only offer mental health services within the 47 counties that we have. There are some counties that totally do not, do not have a single psychiatrist to offer this particular help. But before we discuss about how lack of this um, medical practitioners impact um, diagnosis and also treatment of mental illnesses, what are the major cases, mental health illnesses, that you does Kilifi County um, Community Project with? Because of the, we have said that the result on paper, we know, or in theory, we know that anxieties are the most common mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. But now people live, they tend, they develop coping mechanism on their own. They don't come to the hospital. But for you to be brought to the hospital, mostly in Kilifi, mm-hmm. there has to be a lot of physical disturbance that you cannot live with them. Because if you are depressed, you will just be left alone to be, uh, you don't disturb anybody, you are alone to yourself. So you just remain in the house. Maybe the only point you'll be brought to the hospital is when you commit suicide, maybe. You are trying to, to commit, then they'll bring you to the hospital. But now, if you come to a register, you see schizophrenia as the most common because this is the one of the symptoms that are, they, if you have a person who is a schizophrenic, he's talking to self, he's shouting, he's crying, he's singing all over, and he's your husband or wife or, or a son, you'll be forced to bring him to the clinic for sure. medication. Mm. But that the symptoms, like uh, maybe you have depression, anxiety, and you don't disturb the entire community, then you remain on your own. So mostly the main, the, those mental illnesses, the major mental illnesses with the, with the inability, they, that greatly impair the social function of a person are the ones we are seeing in the community. Okay. So when I, I say, according to the register, we say schizophrenia, 
is the most common uh, substance use disorders is the most common depression maybe with the attempted suicide is the most common okay. that we see in the community mm-hmm. in the clinics but in the community it may be different because the lack of knowledge about mental illnesses yeah. Yeah. could maybe we could be having a lot of anxieties but we are not seeing them coming. in coming mm-hmm. to the clinics mm-hmm. because they lack that information yeah, yeah. okay and in terms of uh, lack of medical personnel how does it affect you as the existing medical practitioners uh, in terms of delivering service because then again you find um someone comes in and they are taken they are seen by a general physician they don't understand they misdiagnose so by the time they get to your office this person is totally you know past the level that probably you could have helped you know or maybe you know i just want to understand to what extent is, does it affect your work and to what extent does it also and affect um the, the entire society in terms of dealing with mental health issues yeah first and foremost for, for like in Kilifi we are only around three practicing mental health uh, providers uh as Ms. Nasura said one clinical officer and two nurses against 1.4 million people yes. so we are only stationed in two places Malinda and Kilifi and Kilifi is vast we have we are all the way to Mariakani, Shangia, we have the, all the way to Magarini, all the way to Ganze, all the way to Trapa. They all have to come to Kilifi or Malindi. So if they go to the main hospitals or to the nearest dispensary, you know, most of the clinics we have and uh, the mentality that we have, if I'm sick, I have to be proved by maybe a, a, a lab investigation. I'm feeling maybe I, I, I'm tired then this could be malaria so i go i buy some tablets for malaria i'm not getting well then i go i do a, a malaria test it's negative then i'm told it's typhoid i do typhoid it's negative then so a series of investigations that will be carried out and as we have said about culture they will they'll say that I, i went to the hospital i was tested for everything mm-hmm. and everything is okay so yeah. this this is not uh, something to do with the hospital, hospital. So they'll have to go to the other side and do their own things. Because there is a very thin line between mental health and superstitions or religion. Mm-hmm. Very, very thin line. And for you to differentiate between the two, there has to be knowledge at the community level. Sure. So if there is this knowledge is lacking, then people will go to the, I'm having persistent headache. Maybe my daughter is talking to self. Then he went to the hospital. He was done full hemogram. It was normal. Then CT scan was normal. Then uh, there's no malaria. She is not HIV positive. So maybe I have to go to the pastor. The neighbor who is not, we are not in terms with, could be bewitching my daughter. So <laughs> yeah. that, that, that is how it will be. So they will just go and they will go from this Mombezi, they go to a witch doctor, they go to a, a Mustadi for a lot of prayers. Mm-hmm. When they come to our clinic, it's almost six months or eight months down the line. And for them, if they come, you know, we have these prognostic factors in, like in the mental illnesses. If a patient comes early, today um, I, I start talking to myself today, then after three days I go to the hospital, the outcome will be different. Okay. Then if I start talking to myself for 25 years, oh. the outcome will, be, of course, be, be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that uh, in a bigger way affects the service delivery, mm-hmm. the access. A person had to travel. I mean, you know, if you have malaria, you can go maybe to Pandya, just by yourself. But now if you are schizophrenic or you have bipolar mood disorder, the manic episode, you not go alone. You have to be maybe five people holding you mm. for you to reach to to portrays. So now 
for, from Seganze or Magarini, Garashi to Potris or Garashi to Malindi. That distance, now you are taking like five people yeah, to take care cost, of you, yeah. the cost. The best way is to go to the nearest Muganga sure. to get, sure. uh, they do a lot of things on, on you. Mm. Then at the end of the day, you remain the same way. So if it persists for four days, five days, six months, then you are left to the community. They say now, imeshindikana. Tulifanya kila kitu, we could, komombezi alienda, hostel alienda, na hapu saidika. But the reality is, this was a mental illness. In mental illness, we just do the mental status examination, whereby we just talk. We just mm-hmm. do, we don't need machines to put on your head for you to, for us to know this is depression. It's how you feel, how you think, and how you behave. Only those three things. And we make a diagnosis mm-hmm. from a good uh, history taking. And then after that, we have to do some investigation to rule out any organic cause of mental illnesses. Then we start the medication straight. Yeah. But because that knowledge is lacking, people are suffering. Because they will go from hospital to hospital. And you know, if you go to the Mganga, these uh, traditional healers, mm-hmm. they'll take a lot of time talking to you and explaining everything. But now, because of the backload, the workload at the public facilities, you go there and then the clinician is one and he has like 20 or even 40. They are mixed uh, people with HIV, mixed people with malaria, people with cough, all sorts of... So this, for the time to akufikie, then he yeah. starts talking to you. Mm-hmm. He will not have that time to talk to you and explain everything. Sure. Yes. So that also interferes with the... Because they will have to understand who you are going to be So you have to explain to them this is how it happened. Basically, with the layman sort of language, then they get the information, they know this is a mental illness, and you give the hygienic that if this is treatable. They go home and give the medication too. Down the line, they come to the clinic. There's a very great improvement. Mm-hmm. But now the distance really interfered with service delivery. Sure. The distance and the number. Even if you're the ex- expert, he was alone before I joined him. Mm. And he was having a population of in a, in a in a clinic he was saying fifty to seventy persons alone. So you can think. People are all the way from Mariakani, Ganse, they're all going to to Nasoro, you see. So now you are there, the clinic almost outside you have a queue of let's say seventy people if you want to listen to. It's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very difficult. But, but Leonard, why is it we have very few clinicians? Why do we have very few experts uh, in the country? Because it's just not on, in, only in Kilifi, it's the entire country. I think as we started saying that actually there's a lot of stigma. Even as health workers, we still actually, we are also stigmatized. So very few people would like to be associated with the mental illness. That's why when they come to the hospital during before ages came, they are actually referred to those are Nasoro's patients. <laughs> so if actually that's this patient comes to the hospital, he doesn't actually come to see Nasoro. He's coming to see whoever is going to assist him. And even even if you have not specialized in mental health, but you have that knowledge, at least you can make a diagnosis and you can do the referral quite in time. So one thing is that actually one People are still, they still, they're still stigmatized, stigmatized, so they really don't want to, to go and specialize in mental health. The other thing, actually, there's no appreciation, there's no acknowledgement by the, by the government. So you go f- to do the specialization, you come back, but still, you see that you are not get, going to get any benefit. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, in life, even if uh, 
we said that like nursing we call it you say that it's a call mm-hmm. but nowadays actually we've, we've surpassed that period of calling nursing a call mm-hmm. so if i go to specialize i want to, to come for uh, maybe a higher grade i get uh, recognized i get a proper place so that at least so even that one who doesn't have the interest eh, mm-hmm. he'll just come here because of the financial implication mm-hmm. but if, if there's nothing that i'm going to gain apart from being abused maybe sometimes there's that physical approach or i have to strain them physically then i think that's why most of the um, people are not going, are not going ready they're not ready to go and specialize to specialize on mental health mm-hmm. and uh, the things that actually mental health is part of the general health eh, system but we we are lacking uh, the systems eh? like in in our county you will see actually the government the government is talking about uh, maternal health maternal and child health mm-hmm. they're talking about uh, reproductive issues eh? it will reproductive health which is even quite uh, newer to, to mental health issues they're talking about hiv they're talking about tb and actually all the funders go to those fields there's a lot of money there's a lot of budget put in those fields but when it comes to mental health it's actually being forgotten right from the government level the policy makers that's why you don't see that the actually the, the government is there to sponsor people to go for other causes but not the mental health it's just the other day that uh, the government the, the government of Griffin advertised for a psychiatrist only one psychiatrist and these people are very rare Mm-hmm. Even Mombasa is a bigger county and uh, they are now relying on one retired psychiatrist that is Dr. Mangome. So that is a, like recycling. If they are unable to get a psychiatrist, that means that these people are really scarce. Sure. So when they are advertised, I think they didn't, they didn't even get the, the psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And for you to get one, they should be offering a very good package so that you can move one from quality. You can move one from Lekipia to Kilifi. Mm. But if actually it is just the same range, the same uh, services, the same uh, package, it is becoming very difficult. I don't if you see how I can move from my county to maybe another county where actually I just go there to work, but then I don't have not get anything. So what I'm trying to say that there's no recognition from the government. The budget which is put for, uh, for the mental health services is very minimal it's less it's less than 0.5 percent of yeah. the general budget mm. and actually that one cannot bring anything good it's only just reason that we've had some partners eh, who have actually tried to work on after the mental health aspect of uh, of health in the general health so that at least we can see what is happening in mental health so that we can try to handle a mental illness person just like the other physical patient is handled mm. so i think is the one stigma from the mental health uh, workers themselves providers themselves to there's no package there's no spe- special maybe allowance which is given to this person because we actually work under very difficult situations the physical structures which are there because the only mental health hospital that we're having within the region is portrays but then the government actually has recognized all the county hospitals and has allowed them to admit mental patients but then there's no actually they are not prepared for that mm-hmm. they just say that you just admit them but where do you admit them just see them but you are seeing them in a, uh, i can remember uh, when i started i was working in a room a very small room with no window with just one door and you could only put the patients uh, sit just very near the, 
that that because actually it, it it that's the only way that you could do it you it's you can it can you have a small table you have your seat and then the other seat is that one for the patient you cannot even allow a relative inside there wow. now i think that once that patient comes in you have to lock the door which is not it's not really practical because anything can happen yeah sure yeah so there's that actually we are not taken care of so very few people are not ready to come and risk but then it's quite interesting mental health is quite interesting because mm-hmm. one it is beneficial to you yourself you come to understand yourself better you understand the community better so with that knowledge of mental health actually it gives you a better standard of life mm-hmm. so i really encourage people to go for mental health even if there's no package but there's that job satisfaction mm-hmm. and actually if actually we try to assist our people to move the stigma to deal with the culture then i think it is going to be of great help to our people yeah, yeah. Um, very interesting it's good to hear you speak so passionately about it i'm just wondering in terms of kilifi county how much budget is allocated for mental health we can't be specific that budget because we don't have a for say for us to say this there is a budget then we need to have a unit we have we, we have units or subdivision like we have hiv docket we have a maternal health docket we have malaria docket we have tb docket but you don't have mental mental health is an ncd is an uncommunicable diseases mm. well, now there is cancer inside there is hypertension inside there is asthma inside there is diabetes inside so it's a cluster of things okay. and if you come to mental health on its own it's a very broad kind of kind of docket so we don't have that number one then number two the only the budget we get is through the the, the creative where we are getting the medicines for mental health okay. from the hospital pharmacy but we don't have we don't have a, a budget for mental health we only get the drugs from the the pharmacy or the, from the hospital for maybe drugs like the the ones we are using for treat the, for the treatment of mental illnesses that is what we have yeah maybe uh, going forward because we have there is a, there, as Nasora has said it mm-hmm. there is a lot of awareness that is going on from different partners side maybe going forward we may get a budget for mental health okay. but at the moment we have but he has said less than 0.5% because we don't have a specific we don't have the drug ordering for us to get for us to to prescribe to our, to our patients mm-hmm. yeah all right i'm just wondering because i want us to end this conversation uh that i find very interesting and very important for the society um what do we do because then again we are seeing that when you look at the science scientists are saying uh the projection especially for east of africa is that the rainfall will keep going high we Kilifi County is literally is just in the coastal belt and um one of the things is that the Indian Ocean has is warming fastest than any other part of the tropical ocean so the truth is we will keep on receiving more rainfall and if our temperatures keeps warming that means we are at risk of more cyclones we are at risk of more rainfall we at risk of 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 drought as well because both of them you know go hand in hand that means a more anxious society um a more depressed society but then we have very few experts who are you know taking care of this what do we do what can we do what are the solutions here we start with you elias yeah the, the solution is very simple in mental health we don't need a lot of machines that we, we have said it just the word of mouth which is very very cheap and affordable but now we need to are we as as well as measured we all have three clinician we still rely on the issue of prescription like we think every form of mental illness we have to give a tablet mm. or a pill it's different we need to have psychologists on board 
so that we can talk to the community, give them the awareness that if this is happening to you, try and do this. The coping mechanism, how to manage your stress. That is the basic things we can do as a community. Awareness creation at the schools, uh, in our homes, through the barazas, in the churches. We go to the community and we tell them what to do when they, they are anxious, what to do when they are overwhelmed, maybe something bad has happened to them, the, the stress management, the coping mechanism. And then again, increasing the number of healthcare workers so that we can not only sit in the clinics and wait for patients to come to, to us, but instead we go to the community and give them the information about mental health. Mm. Very, very cheap, very affordable, and it's, 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 it's possible. Unlike the issues do with the, like cancer, Cancer, you need a lot of machines like dialysis, like uh, renal failures because they will progress and progress. You need a lot of machines for you to test this is cancer, a lot of imaging, but in mental health, we just the word of mouth. So the solution is bring on board, employ as many psychologists as possible. There is a lot we can, we can talk about mental health. Uh, as the definition goes, it's not mental illnesses. We don't wait for the patient to be ill or the, for the community to be ill mentally for them to come to the hospital but give them most of the, the the people if you go to them and talk to them they'll identify themselves from the word go mm. they know oh the kind of say mama so and so and nambi naive 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 these are signs of mental illnesses so let me go to him and i just i am feeling anxious let me go to him and i share mm. we can't even use the, the like in schools the guiding and counseling teachers bring yeah. them on board yeah. train them on basic mental illness Train them on basic uh, this uh, emotional intelligence. Train them on basic uh, these basic things. A student coming to them, they understand the emotions of the students, and they can help them how to cope up, how to live healthy mentally, and that way we can solve so many problems that are. Mm. Yeah, but the issue, of, okay, others the other schools of thought is that we we build more psychiatric units, but now the trend that we are we are we are moving on is is. It's, there is a rising burden of mental illnesses. So if we, 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 we emphasize on institutional-based form of management of mental illnesses, we may not be able to do it. But we should channel it to community psychiatry, where we go to the community and talk to them so that mm -hmm. they can identify the early symptoms of mental illness they come to the hospital. Then if they come, like, if I have not slept for three days, you come to me, I not give you a pill. I just listen to you. Maybe I refer to a psychologist on a car, they talk, group therapies, yes, okay. or we are not relating well with your, with your, your, your spouse. Then you can be talked to the two of you. And in the process, you get some sort of healing internally and you become productive again. Mm. We don't have to wait until somebody has committed maybe a homicide, a person has stabbed some so and so. Now, because this thing we can talk to them and they can we can really help the community by employing not only clinicians but also psychologists, occupational therapists. So many people out there who are trained on mental health and we can assist the community. Mm. Yeah. Is there a specific responsibility for government and a specific responsibility for communities? And, and when talking about communities, we're also talking of churches, we're also talking of um, imams, we're talking of, 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 of different uh, groupings that actually make decisions, help communities make these particular decisions, or the people who are listened to, the chiefs, all those kind of the provisional you know, deals and stuff like that. 
we actually expect a lot from the community because actually right now we have to base on uh, the preventive aspect of it eh? and uh, we can only do very well when we keep the community with a lot of knowledge about mental health because if at least we don't want them to be very technical but if you teach them the basics that at least if i see somebody uh, oversleeping or he doesn't sleep well or a child bathing like this because actually uh, naturally parents especially mothers know the developmental milestones of a child sure. so i expect my, my child to be bathing like this eh, at a certain uh, age so if actually i don't see this or if i see it being done quite earlier or i see my child behaving uh, like one who's uh, lower in age then i should know that there's something wrong so if we say that we know that actually the community we don't say we say that uh, the government only has the role of doing everything the community actually the community aspect should be better mm -hmm. community approach should be better because if we go to the community we'll be actually trying to diagnose refer and we'll be able to equip these people to deal with the mental health issues or mental illnesses quite in time mm -hmm. and i see that it will be even more successful than building a lot of hospitals mm -hmm. or uh, putting a lot of money buying drugs or going for sophisticated uh, investigations as it is the trend because if actually some of these uh, most of these mental illnesses have got no demonstrable organic causes but they've become very expensive because when they go to the general practitioner the first thing MRI will be done, CT scan will be done, EEG with all those very expensive investigations but uh, in the long run they're all going to be normal so actually when it goes back to the community it was a there's no abnormality so this is not a hospital issue but actually if i investigate for malaria and i see that it's negative or i investigate for a normal demonstrable cause and i don't get it then i should think about mental illness mm. which actually is not organic which causes is not demonstrable so i feel that actually we have a lot to do with the community so that we can still try to put, put the two. Mm -hmm. The community can bring in some value to mental health as well as the, the government. When it comes to policy formulation, yes. it, is, it is the government, right from the national government down to the county government. Mm -hmm. That aspect of mental health should actually be there. It should feature and actually should feature as a standalone aspect. It shouldn't be carried by the non-communicable diseases, where actually it's only when a donor comes in the area Sanaitwa, but then have we been moving with you people? Mm. Most of those people in the offices do not, do not even know the aspects of mental health. Yeah. And actually it's not very realistic to them. Mm. So we let us start from the formulation, the policy formulation system, so that actual mental health should actually come abstractly, so that we know that we actually have to treat mental health just that we treat the physical uh, business. Mm. And when we go to the when we go to the to the community, let the community know that, that as much as this uh, diabetes, this hypertension, this malaria, mental illnesses are always there, and they're treatable, they're preventable. And actually, we can try to with with a holistic approach, eh, where actually we prevent, we treat, and we rehabilitate. Mm -hmm. One can live a very normal life, which is very productive. You can marry. Eh? you can work and actually you can live a normal life mm -hmm. like anybody mm -hmm. so it's a two-way we, we there's a lot to expect from the community 
you also there's a lot of coming a lot we expect from the government mm. yeah absolutely and i'm listening to you and i just wanted to wind up there but before we wind up i'm listening to you speak and i'm thinking there's a lot of behavior change that is actually required here and you're looking at a society that probably my mother's mother's mother this is how she was brought up this is how she this is what she knows this so there's a lot of massive behavior change that is that will be required and so that needs also in terms of investment in terms of funding what do we need to get there yeah it's simple and uh, i will always just say it's, it's very simple because uh, before we maybe our grand grand uh, parents they used to have this that uh, we call but some sort of uh, sittings maybe in the evening where they talk mm-hmm. about their lives oh, yes. but nowadays it doesn't happen sure. maybe i go home um, I, I do an online course my wife maybe is still from school the mm-hmm. daughter you gonna homework so in the evening everybody is busy after eating kuna cartoon angalia you nataka pangalia cartoon kwa phone the other one is doing some homework so we don't have the time to come together and talk and mm-hmm. mental health is about talking we talk about how we feel we talk about how we behave something of the sort so going forward maybe uh for us there is a lot of a lot of work to be done but first things first we just get to know to give them the basic information about mental health mm-hmm. and this can be done in any platform that we have like we can do the integration if there is no budget for example and there is a platform maybe for hiv awareness there is a platform for covid awareness mm. a person can go there and talk about mental mental health because mm-hmm. previously around 2014 there was a research that was done and uh, it was uh, found out that in every six people who have major mental illnesses only one of them get treatment the five of them go without any form of treatment wow. now we have the covid that is on board mm-hmm. previously we said one in every five kenyans four kenyans have mental illnesses that is that is in 2014 now we don't know because of covid mm-hmm. how many mm-hmm. as, uh, how many people among 10 have mental illnesses of course we have a huge number of mental illnesses that maybe at the moment we have or in the in the near future we may have so we cannot keep on ignoring the issue of mental illness mental health we need to come up with structures like talking to, even at family level have the time to talk talk to your daughter listen to him how does he feel go to the talk to your husband talk to your wife that talking can help a lot mm. because sharing uh, we say a problem shared is half solved so maybe i have a problem if i if i remain with it and i just remain and try to to cope as a man we have people who are depressed but because that the bosses in the office they will not they will not they will not frown at any point mm-hmm. they will try and smile because they want to show them so that i'm okay but inwardly there is a lot of problem mm-hmm. so people are struggling with mental illnesses but if we can go and talk about it it can really help. it's just the word of mouth and that's very interesting because then i'm listening to you Elias, and i'm thinking in this world of facebook snapchat call it twitter instagram yeah. You know I find it very interesting you go to a restaurant and you find a family basically have come to eat probably it's a lunch hour and 
everyone is just there with their phone. And then I'm thinking to you, <laughs> I'm listening to you speaking and I'm thinking, wow, you're saying we talk more often, but the phone has disrupted so much and the social media has disrupted so much. I'm, I'm hoping that this conversation is a wake up call to our listeners to really, you know, understand to what extent is important for us to go back to basics and just talk, you know, have one hour where you basically, or dinner time where you just go off phones and you basically decide, you know, we're just going to have a dinner conversation without interference from the outside world, without TV, without, you know, just having to understand how the day was basically and thinking also on our busy schedules. So, but before you lose, so I'm just going to give you an opportunity to just, you find a word, we start with Leonard, you just find a word on, you know, this whole topic. Uh, what I can say is actually it has been a very uh, fine discussion and it is worth the time. So I'm calling upon eh, the, commu- uh, the communities eh, around Cliffy to leave alone stigma. Let them bring along those patients who have got men- mental illnesses. Don't shy off, don't put them in the houses. When we have them in the psychiatric, uh, uh, child psychiatric conditions. Eh? These people have to be brought down. We actually have a whole mental health team which works. It's not only the clinician, the psychiatrist, or the, the nurse. We have the occupational therapist, we have the nutritionist. When put together with a psychologist, I think we can try to have a good grip of all these problems. And also call upon the government to put a second thought and try to put the value of mental health services to the level that it deserves. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Leonard. Thank you for the day. And, and, and Alice, before uh, you say your final word, please tell us, how costly is it to treat mental health? Uh, it's, it's, it's not expensive. If you, if, I, if you come to the clinic, as we have said, mainly will depend on the history. That is one. We listen to you. It's, it's free. Like at our hospital, it's free. I can listen to you and I will only give a medication if there is a gross impairment of social and occupational functioning of that person who has come to my clinic. Okay. But the rest, I just listen to you. After this, you talk and talk and talk and talk. That is very therapeutic. So, and then maybe if I have to give the medication, they're not that expensive. The medic, if, because you make the right diagnosis, the right treatment. Just give, it's, it's, if it's schizophrenia, just give one or two tablets mm. or just one injection if it has lasted for long or there's the, there is the, the insight is absent. Then just give an injection and a, and a pill, mm. as simple as that. Mm. At a cost of less than a thousand, even less than a 500, let's say. If you come, and that is in, in public hospital? In Kilifi. Totally in Kilifi. In I don't know other okay. facilities, but in Kilifi, less than 500 you are treated. Mm. Maybe if there are other organic causes, like we, we need to, we are not sure after the treatment, the other symptoms that we have to investigate, then they, they may have to go, but not more than a thousand. Less than a thousand mm. for all the investigation and you are getting treated for so for, for schizophrenia or for depression. Mm. Yeah. So that's basically five to ten dollars. Uh, now that is for um, our international listeners. But I'm also thinking, uh, roughly, when it comes to private hospitals, how much would the same service cost? Now I cannot tell for private, but you know, as long as they are treating, they are making the, the, the treatment. They are also in business. Mm. So if you mm. come, maybe I'm a private practitioner. Then you come to me with a headache. I may have to do a CT scan on you, sure. depending on the duration, the mm-hmm. symptoms. I may have to do a full hemogram on you. I may have to do so many series of investigation mm-hmm. before I, I arrive at the diagnosis. So it may be expensive at the private hospital, especially if you get a person who is on who is who have no specialization in mental health. Okay. But if you go to the public and get the right clinician who is specialized in mental health, 
it's not that expensive. Mm. It's very cheap. All right. Yeah. You find a word, Alice. I, I will say that there is no health without mental health. Uh, and if you see me smiling, talking to myself, I'm not silly, I'm sick. Take me to the clinician, I, I get the treatment. Mm. If you see me, I'm down, I'm sad, I'm crying to myself. I'm not weak. I just need a listening ear. Listen to me as my wife, as my daughter, as my sister. Listen to me and feel, why, why am I crying? If you cannot help me, take me to the hospital. Sure. Then I'll be treated and mm. I'll live healthy, I'll be productive. And even I'll be helped. And I'm not immune. Mental illness can happen to anybody. It happens to me and it may happen to you. Mm. So I will say there is no help without mental health. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I sincerely appreciate you for coming on board and uh, for this lovely conversation and keep doing what you're doing for the community. Thank, thank you. you. Too, too. All right, thank you. From next week, we head to Moranga County, a county struggling with not only landslides but drug abuse. How is this linked to mental health and climate change. Remember to subscribe to the Africa Climate Conversation podcast by visiting our website and subscribing to our newsletter. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or any other channel you access your podcast from. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are there as Africa Climate Conversations. Remember, this conversation has been made possible by a grant from the International Women's Media Foundation's Howard G. Buffet Fund for Women Journalists. Until next week on Tuesday, Kwaheri, my name is Sophie Bogwa. Inaindeshwa na Afripods. 